welcome to the ETPX podcast where we get to know the people in and around sports, health and fitness and discuss how to get active. I'm again joined by um, GB Active founder and owner, Patrick. How are you doing? I'm up bad, Phil. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Been a while? Yeah, it has been a while, hasn't it? Um, yeah, it's been a while since you made the last one. What's been yeah, going on? Think, yeah, quite a lot. It's, uh, it's now September, so it's autumn time. Yeah. It's the end of the sporting summer. Yeah. How's yours been? Um, pretty good. Uh, well... Good and bad. Uh, I uh, let's say uh, good that England won the cricket in uh, yeah um, against you did India. You moan about it a lot, though, didn't you? I did moan about I it a bit. Quite a few text messages. I don't really. Well, understand. some of the batting was pretty atrocious. Let's be honest. But um, you know, but then again, saying that I got out first ball when I was playing, so I can't really complain, can I? <laughs> <laughs> so let's be honest. <laughs> Is that your so, highlight? That's my highlight of my summer. Second game, went out, swiped at it, first ball, chopped it onto the stumps. See you later. The standard, though, standard, the well, and yeah. the bowling, and I got tonked quite a lot in bowling as well. Actually, got hit yeah. a few sixes. All, all um, in all, it was a good day. We had a couple of decent days at Lord. Yeah, good decent days. Day the sun was yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good day. We won it. Won the test, which is always a bonus. Always, always. And uh, yeah, so, no, it's been a good summer. Uh, been hot as well. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been alright. So. Uh, and where are we today? We are. We're in, not in South East London. We're not in South East London. We're in Holborn. Amazing. We've made it out We've of made South, it out East South East London area. It's good, everyone. We do move. We do go. Well, uh, yeah, no, we're in Holborn because we are at the headquarters of UK Active. Yeah, we are. And we're here with Jack. Um, hi. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. You? Yeah, very good, thanks. Okay. Do you want to um, start by telling us a bit about UK Active and what you do? Yeah. Yeah. So um, UK Active, we're a we're not-for-profit not membership body. Um, we represent about 4,000 members across the physical activity sector. Um, and our raison d'etre is more people more active more often. Mm. So anything that we can do to get everyone in the UK active, and that's yeah. the youngest in society all the way through to the oldest in society, and everyone in between, um, that's what we do. So we interact with all sorts of different organisations, be that the largest gym chains in the country, mm-hmm. through to the smallest spinning boutique in London, all the way through to national governing bodies, corporate organisations looking to engage their workforce and workplace wellness, absolutely everything. Excellent. Okay. How do you um, define getting active? I mean, I think that's a real personal one, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, um, you know, that could be going out for a walk, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, you know, yeah. or that can be running marathons. Yeah. Um, it really is, you know, whatever someone defines it themselves. But I think it's, it's important also to recognise that, you know, getting active isn't just about, you know, physical yeah. well-being. It's yeah. also mm-hmm. about, you know, how you can break down those social isolation barriers, yeah. so mental... Um, things that go along with it as well um, and that's what we concentrate on here is that whole holistic view of, of um, activity throughout the UK. Excellent. Uh, we're here specifically to talk to you about technology and um, being active in sport. Do you want to explain a bit more about your role in that? Yeah. yeah. So um, I am Active Lab Programme Manager. So Active Lab is UK Active's digital transformation arm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's fair to say that in the physical activity sector we've We've fallen behind a little bit in technology. So if you think about travel, um, you can book a, an Airbnb in a couple of clicks. Yeah. Um, but it is incredibly hard to find your local gym class mm-hmm. or um, to find what's going on in your local park. If yeah. There's a yoga session yeah. going on. Um, so we're working really hard in order to change that. Um, mm-hmm. We do that through diff- 
few different programs, but right at the core of that is our accelerator program where we work with startups who are developing really new and exciting technologies actually um, throughout the physical activity space um, for all sorts of different things and I'm sure we'll get onto this a bit later. Um, but you know, really starting to build up this ecosystem of fitness technologies and pushing it out throughout the entire of the, the UK physical activity sector. That's that's what I'm trying to do here. Is that is it mainly <clears throat> when you say technology like produce um, uh, you know people awareness and what classes are out there is, is it just solely that you're helping to that or is it other technology as well it's, like you know you know like watches Fitbits yeah. and stuff like that absolutely yeah. everything okay. so the the example of the actually being able to find physical activity is a good one because that's quite relatable um, and that's a real challenge that people are trying to to solve now and um, that's the Open Active Program, the Open Data Institute run, the Sport England, um, that's, and we'll get yeah. on to this later, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. but um, that's key, but I mean, all sorts of different technologies, so from software, to that could be artificially intelligent apps, which mm-hmm. are helping mothers to get um, more active after they've had children, mm. all the way through to bits of hardware which fit on the bottom of um, treadmills or, or exercise yeah. bikes and enable um, older adults to move through Google Street View as, a, as they're moving on these pieces of equipment yeah. and you know really start enhancing the experience of physical activity. Yeah. So we interact with everything um, yeah. and we're keen to really push everyone developing any kind of technology yeah. to apply it to physical activity and um, get people more active through that. So I think that's a really good place. How will we, like, where will we evolve yeah. Um, yeah. technology-wise? It's something I've got a little bit of, as I've mentioned, I'm quite a King cyclist, so yeah. I know all about Strava and things like that. Yeah, yeah and, and using my Garmin. So where are we at? What? How does it work at the minute? So I mean, I think it's been a bit of a journey. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I was thinking this about this earlier, and I was like, oh, so when, when were uh, like the first wearable technologies? Mm-hmm. Where did they come from? And um, you should look up online in the 13th century. You know, you put strip it right back to just when people start wearing glasses. You know, oh really? Yeah. yeah. And it, it kind of kind of depends what you define as technology yeah, but I yeah, think yeah. over the past hundred years we've really just shot up yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been incredible um, but when you really break it down the last ten years mm-hmm. is where we've really seen the impact so if you think about it I mean we're recording this on an iPhone yeah, yeah. you know those yeah. were around they were yeah. released in 2007 yeah, yeah. Um, and you know to my mind it's absolutely crazy because yeah. that is such a huge part of everyone's yeah. lives now yeah. smartphones and smartphones are completely revolutionised physical mm-hmm. activity because now you know you're able to look on your smartphone and you're a cyclist. Yeah. You go on Strava, you can see exactly how much um, effort you've put in through yeah. your ride, how yeah. fast you've gone, how far too you've much. gone. You can push it. Too, too much. much. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is that my commute to work, I track it on, uh, track it on Strava, and I think, oh, God, why did I push myself that hard at seven o'clock in the morning? Um, but you know, maybe that's a good point. It's a really good motivator yeah. technology. Um, but also, there's all sorts of different tech um, developing at the moment. So, but very important to recognise that we're right at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I think the the wider discussion around technology. So you've seen a lot in the news about Facebook and uh, yeah. you know, data and that kind of thing. Facebook's been around for a decade or so, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit longer. Um, and you know, it's quite right that they they're kind of figuring out how to deal with their, their technology at the moment and how to deal with yeah. it in the best way possible and that's exactly what's happening in the fitness space because it takes people decades 50 years 100 years to really nail exactly what their products do and how yeah. to how the, the population as a whole is going to interact with them because um, it's ever-changing technology isn't it i mean it's oh, yeah. like, like you said it's fast-paced but also uh, is the government because 
government putting a lot of money in technology now. Yeah. This is the new thing that a lot of money is going to new technology because yeah. a lot of people start not just in the fitness thing, like fintech as well, yeah. like finance, yeah. you know, apps and everything, yeah. whatnot. They're all so it's quite a huge market now. Oh, absolutely, um, um, it's a very competitive market. Hugely competitive. Yeah. Um, yeah especially in the fitness space now as people are mm. really recognizing that there's a, there's a gap in the market and you know everyone's kind of going for the same yeah. things and it's about us managing that and making sure that people recognize what their competition is and how they can differentiate themselves mm. but um the government's a really good point and you know i don't normally talk about brexit actually but brexit <laughs> is actually pushing this kind of agenda forward because the uk really wants to position itself as yeah. a thought leader yeah. in yeah. technology yeah. Yeah. and autonomous vehicles driverless cars are a great example of that yeah. so they recognize that actually we've got amazing knowledge in the uk um, scientific research and all that kind of stuff but also the capability to to build this kind of tech and mm. um, so they're pumping um, hundreds of millions of pounds into it um, mm. and the best example of that in, in our sector is mm. the the healthy aging funds so linked to the industrial strategy. Yeah. There's 98 million pounds being put forward by Innovate UK in order to develop innovative approaches to getting older adults more active. Mm -hmm. um, and that's an incredible opportunity. And that will really help us to start, build the infrastructure around developing new technologies, but also yeah. most importantly, implementing those technologies mm -hmm. and making sure that older adults, you know, it's not just a gimmick. Mm -hmm. They actually want to see us and it's actually having an impact. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So to get into the nitty gritty, I think most people sort of understand how an Apple Watch or a Fitbit works and how that mm. can help you, motivate you. What else is there out there, technology-wise, that are helping people get active or, or find classes, etc.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mentioned it briefly earlier, but open active. So it's all about open data. Mm. And open data is, is basically enabling people to use data in all sorts of different ways and anyone can use anyone's data. Mm. And that's really important when it comes to finding classes because... Mm. You don't want that data to be closed down. Yeah. You want that data to be accessible to everyone. That must be a GDPR nightmare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm so glad. <laughs> that must be like you. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and thankfully, we've got the experts in the Open Data yeah. Institute working yeah, yeah, on yeah. it, so they're all over it. But that's <laughs> so important, and enabling any like you know activity app or any booking app to, mm. to access all these activities is helping everyone. Um, but there's all sorts of other technologies which are getting people more active. So um, you mentioned wearables, yeah, yeah really key one. Um, I think the, the key with wearables at the moment is people are starting to identify that it's not just about steps and it's not just about mm. heart rate. Yeah. Um, so it's amazing that, wait one second, I can tell you that my heart rate, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's 104 right now. So really? yeah. <laughs> Maybe shows how unfit I am. Um, <laughs> Not sure enough about my bike riding ability. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I uh, I dropped my entire cycling club the other week, and I looked at my Garmin afterwards, and I reached 196. Wow. Which I didn't think I could do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I died afterwards. I looked at the nearest train station, and I'm going home. <laughs> I mean, I think many doctors might say you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 196. I kept the screenshot just to. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's an interesting point. I mean, how reliable is can technology? Because like mm. some some people can say argue they say that some of it's not quite accurate enough yeah. to you know and some people say actually doctors have a more accurate yeah. machine and they so yeah. how accurate it can technology be just because some people do have slight look at it and think, yeah. Mm, yeah. don't trust it so much then I it? mean I suppose it depends what you're looking for so if you're looking yeah. for a medical grade device yeah you know you're not going to get it on yes yeah. yeah. you know. And you're probably not even going to get that in a heart rate belt. So heart rate belts are much better at detecting mm, heart yeah. rate and mm. being accurate rather than with 
wrist mm. um, devices. I did have a heart rate balance. Oh, you did? I did have a oh, heart rate balance. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I must have reached 192. But I think it's what you're using this kind of data for. Yeah. So if you're using it to motivate yourself, mm. then you don't need to know exactly what your your heart rate is. You just want to know that you know you're roughly in the right places and you want to hit. I think zones. it's really important because I used to have a power meter on my bike and used to say, well, it's just a reference point. There's no point in me sitting on Strava and comparing to Bradley Wiggins. Yeah. Because he's yeah, 450 exactly. watts is different to yeah. 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 And it's just yeah. a point of reference to where you're at. So I think that's yeah. really important. Yeah. 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 And also you've got companies like MyZone who they don't they, they measure heart rate but they convert that into effort mm. so you know everyone's effort is different I could be sitting here with 60 beats per minute mm. um, and that could mean something completely different for someone else they could be running yeah. um, so you know it's it's about making this data meaningful um, mm. and you know enabling people to understand what it actually means rather than you know I need to be at exactly 92 beats per minute mm. and, you know it yeah. can mean something different to yeah. someone else um, I think, and other things that um, you know are helping people to get more active now, virtual reality and augmented reality mm. is a really, really interesting world. Yeah. Um, and that is really new technology, yeah. and we're really starting to discover how it's starting to impact on, on physical activity. Um, so, for example, FitXR, uh, they're a company who are virtual reality, and they're creating immersive boxing experiences. Um, and it's kind of all about gamifying fitness. So, yeah. you know, what might motivate someone to take part in physical activity? Um, you know, it could be just I'm training for a marathon, or I'm training to do a five k. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way through to I want to get involved in a game. I just like, I yeah. like the competitive yeah. edge yeah. to it, or yeah. I just like yeah. the yeah. fun of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as well, um, again, to my cycling running background, Swift is yeah. huge in the way you just sit in the turbo train and yeah. race anybody in the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and anybody in the world, I think, is really yeah. interesting. Yeah. So the yeah. social interaction that technology enables mm. is, is amazing. And I think um, we're, kind of, we're having these discussions internally at the moment about, you know, is social interaction over a platform or over virtual reality or even over something like Facebook, yeah. is that any different to socially interacting like we are now? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, who's to say that it is? And if we're enabling people who are, who are housebound to get more physically active yeah. and socially active yeah. through a VR headset, yeah. I mean, I've played table tennis against someone in Israel Truth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an amazing experience. Uh, would I ever have been able to do that? Um, so it's, it's such an incredible amazing. Did you win? Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was really difficult. <laughs> um, it's a completely different kind of, uh, of experience. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, but you know, these kind of technologies, I think we're going to get onto barriers later. Virtual reality yeah. can be. Inhibitive because it's expensive at the moment. Um, yeah. In the future, the price point will drop. But um, you know, augmented reality, Pokemon Go is a fantastic example. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that was a free app, and yeah. it had an absolutely incredible impact on on the world. Really, it had eight hundred million downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, it generated over one point two billion in, in revenue through yeah. through the app. Um, and I know when it came out. I found myself just going for a walk around the park, um, <laughs> and I just started a new job at the time uh, on the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park. And my first memory of that job is my boss getting up at five o'clock in the dock and going, "Right, I'm going to catch Pikachu." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was an incredible motivator. And I, as we um, we looked into this a, a couple of months back about the, the impact that app actually had, but it was discovered that. Um, 
How many people got run over? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, wasn't there, wasn't there some slight sort of craziness towards the end? That yeah, got a there bit was. Sort of, yeah. And, you know, people breaking into yeah. disused factories yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, which, you know, we don't endorse, but no. if you're getting physically active. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was down there. to hear that explained to the judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was walking. But yeah, they found that 26, well, it increased um, the number of steps users, 26% of them increase the number of steps they did per day so you know, that's a really important thing for us um, and that's a kind of real good demonstration of what technology can do. And what yeah. about things like um, I'm on a platform and I constantly get messages about do you want to come play cricket this weekend? So there's actual ways of getting people face to face isn't there? Traditionally yeah. playing traditional sport so Absolutely. where are we at with that? How are we getting more people to sign up and mm. maybe find classes and yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, so we work with a great business called Find a Player mm-hmm. um, which is all about that getting into new teams enabling teams to manage themselves and that, that you know interacting mm-hmm. with each other um, but also that can that can be absolutely any kind of physical yeah. activity um, but the great thing about that is actually a great thing this could probably be debatable but it basically ena- enabled you to rate yourself okay. and say you know I am this kind of level um, I got the first ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, be five stars, right? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'd be surprised when I turn up. But yeah, um, but that's I think that's incredibly important because one of the major barriers to getting involved in teams or going to new classes and that kind of stuff is you thinking I'm going to be way out of my comfort zone here. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. be good enough. Yeah. I'm really not comfortable in this kind of situation. And apps like Find a Player who enable you to, to discover someone of the same ability, have a conversation beforehand, so like, okay, I think I can get along with this person, yeah. let's go and play mm. a game of badminton mm. and book the court through that app um, yeah. and make the whole experience so much easier. Yes, yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. You know, they've done incredibly well. Um, yeah. They're, they're you know, all throughout the UK now, yeah. helping hundreds of thousands of people to get, get more active through that app. Because um, I'm glad, because there are, as a business, as a, I get hundreds of people emailing me or signing saying come and join our platforms mm. on 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 thing and although the idea is great and you know gets people to discover new places you, you want to think yourself well actually i'm one of hundreds of organizations mm. on that app mm. so what's different to other apps as it you know other apps or other platforms so i was just thinking as in you know with these sort of um platforms is that what 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 stands out for you when you choose to say the platform comes up to you and they ask, you know, in the open active thing. Yeah. If they come up to you and they say, well, we have this idea for an open platform, what makes you choose differential. one differential yeah. from the other? Yeah. Because there's, they're all pretty much trying to do the same thing. Exactly. So yeah. how do you differentiate from those who are really have a great idea, yeah. have a good the concept meeting UK active compared yeah. to what others yeah. um that's a really interesting question. There's, there's so many different things that, that go into something like that, ranging all the way through from, from the team uh, mm-hmm. and who's behind the app mm-hmm. and what their motivations are, um, all the way through to you know, technical capability of what, what they're doing and if it's actually achievable in this market. Um, but for me, it's all about taking more of a, like a comprehensive, holistic view via something like an app. So 
I don't think that an app that's like very specific to a specific sport mm. um, is the right way to go, mm-hmm. um, because therefore you're only engaging people who are interested in that kind of sport, and you know you're only engaging the people who are already taking part in it. X Y Z. Um, go back to find a player. If you've got fifty different sports on there, all showcasing what they can do, and it mm. has to be sports and be any kind of physical activity. Um, you know, it gives users an option. And it gives people a, a much wider view of, of what's going on and what they can get involved in, rather than making it very concentrated. Um, but as you say, there are a lot of these apps Huge, out there, yeah. and um, you know, I think we'll start. As I said at the beginning, this market is really young, yeah. and you know, everyone's coming up with very similar ideas at the mm-hmm. moment. And you know, the ones who've got the best proposition will start. You know. Yeah. Soaring above the others, and you know, unfortunately, that means that some some businesses yeah. go out of business. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, I don't think that's a bad thing. Businesses can pivot; mm-hmm. they can create slightly different um, propositions, new unique selling points, or whatever. Um, or you know, if they're passionate about physical activity and they've got a great technical background, then you know, look at the next opportunity yeah. and, and develop something different. Yeah. So, yes, because um, we, because well, sorry, when I say we, GB Active work with. Uh, about two or three online platforms mm. um, and I sort of capped it as that so I just thought if you yeah. do any more and way I, I say when I chat to these and I just go to them and say right what do you know we need work together on it as in like maybe do some content with them on social media and actually mm. do it that way because otherwise I'd feel I would just be sitting there on an app with all these hundreds of other providers it's yeah, not yeah. benefiting in what we do yeah um, and that's why I was just curious from what you thought because I lots few loads of people have you can do this we can do this for you can you do, but it's not physically possible to look after each and individual organisation because yeah. they've got so many so when yeah. they promise the world on that it's quite yeah. difficult to slightly believe yeah um, and also uh, just another thing I just had in my mind was what your thoughts because if there people go on there and have a sport for choice you know, add in mm-hmm. loads of different things. Is it, is it too easy to book that they don't want to go? They say, oh, I can just book it again easy. And so they don't turn up and go yeah, again. Yeah. Would you say that be a barrier or do you think that wouldn't be a barrier? Or That's an interesting question. I don't think they're, again, it's personal. Yeah. It depends what your motivations are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's why a lot of apps put price point on it. Yeah. Because they really don't want that. Because that could... That can hurt people, other people's businesses. So like GB Active, if people yeah. are booking onto your sessions yeah. and then don't turn up.
Because, um, sorry, to, just oh. motivation, obviously, exercise comes within yourself at the end of the day, yeah. isn't it? So if, even though if the people book online and say, oh, I really want to do this, it's very easy to talk yourself out of it. Oh. So, you know, you say, you know, you say oh, it's just a tiny bit of rain. I think I'll just miss it yeah, for day. Yeah. But I know I can book it again on my app yeah, another yeah. day. It's not going to cost me anything, so I pay something per month. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's that initial sort of push. It's yeah. fantastic. They have these range of activities. It's just the mindset on how can yeah. we get these people to say right I booked this I'm doing this unless yeah. you charge they pay a thousand pounds and they're all well going to get yeah. do you know what I mean so yeah, it's absolutely. just a curious thing I've just just wanted to just, just and that's to find why, that um, I mean I feel like I should be getting paid for mentioning Find a Player now um, <laughs> but that's why I like what they do because they because of that social interaction mm. and because you've then got a human element to it I think people don't want to let other people down mm. and what, as soon as you start to make those connections and start to make feel, feel part of something wider mm. and you know they're, they're making friendships and they're, mm. they're cutting down those social isolation barriers then what we're talking about here starts to yeah sure yeah it's just the initial push isn't it well, especially when someone's not that active that initial first one to get them yeah. once you get them then it's down to the provider to you know exactly. try and get yeah. them. that's fine it's just that initial yeah. push which I try and work with on yeah. that because it's that's I think that's the biggest area where it's the problem <laughs> in activities is the initial Lots of people think about activity, but they don't do activity, or they, they have the right mindset to say, I really want to do, need to do some exercise, but then they don't quite push themselves yeah. to do it. Mm. And I'm just finding, I just wondering how that barrier does. But it was just something I, like I said, it was just something I've thought about um, and just loads of stuff. So it was just an interesting concept. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> you did tell me not to talk a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, we brushed a little bit on the negatives. Um, mm. It's really quite thing to talk about. Um, obviously, we. Um, the cost of technology, availability, mm. how are people overcoming that? Um, yeah. What kind of barriers are there out there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so price point is a huge barrier, mm-hmm. um, but it's dropping all the time. And we often talk about this catwalk approach to tech, um, mm. very similar to fashion. So in fashion, you'd get new designs walking down the catwalk in Milan. Yeah. Um, and then the next year, you'll find them in the high street shops and things like H&M and Zara mm. and that kind of stuff. Um, and that's exactly what happens with tech really so mm. as soon as the tech is developed and yeah. a lot of the time that this kind of so heart rate monitors are developed in labs and universities with mm. hardcore research going on and obviously at the time of development they'll be worth hundreds to thousands of pounds yeah. because it's brand new tech um, but as soon as they start figuring out the business model around it how they can mass produce these kind mm. of technologies mm. and then as the market starts to grow mm. um, then that price point will drop and drop and drop yeah. Obviously, you've got companies like Apple mm. who like to keep that price point high, yeah. and they can because of an exclusive, yeah. fashionable yeah. product. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they released their new iPhones yesterday, and yeah. who knows how much? No, 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 I don't want. I didn't even uh, have a look. Yeah, yeah exactly. But <laughs> I still look because I kind of want one. Uh, <laughs> um, which you know, it's incredible that they managed to get to get to that point. Um, and also. Another big barrier for tech and physical activity is the perception that tech has a negative impact on, on physical activity. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, you, you, people say technology, oh, that makes people inactive because you immediately start thinking about Deliveroo, Netflix, mm-hmm. Uber, removing activity in so many different ways. Um, and what we're trying to do here at UK Active is flip that story on its head mm-hmm. as it actually like the technology we've discussed so far, yeah. there's so many different ways that it can motivate you, enable you um, to, to get active. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and it's changing that perception I think first and foremost absolutely is, is, is the key thing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's the mindset like yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's just yeah. that yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. and also making these so we talked about the healthy aging fund um, making these technologies available to, to everyone in society so if you know socially economically deprived areas we should be working with the local authorities mm. with with the clinical commissioning groups with the schools with whoever to enable everyone in those communities to get be part of these technologies so if that means that you know we, we're working on projects with things like amazon echo dots mm. and how they can be used within the home to encourage people to get more active well if we can do a project with innovate uk and enable a whole community to have an echo dot in each one of their homes yeah. that mm. means there is you know that social divide is kind of Alleviate a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Alexa, what do I need to do? What sort of exercise do yeah. I need to do today? Yeah. yeah. Sort or of, yeah. even Alexa starting to talk to you. Yeah. We're not too sure about this. Yeah, two, 30 reps for, yeah. Yeah, of press ups, 60 squats. Yeah. Thanks, Alexa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to where is it going next? If we take away one thing from today and we say Jack said this is next then we're all going to go out and buy some what you say right now he's sweating you can see him he's sweating see the stock market's crash so I think artificial intelligence is huge and this is really in its infancy if you talk to any of the researchers in this area they'll say oh you won't see proper artificial intelligence for the next 30 years but we are starting to see artificially intelligent things happen in fitness. Um, so what I mean by artificial intelligence is um, basically computers that can learn, yeah. machines that can learn, and they can, they can develop new routines or motivate you in different ways depending on, on the kind of data they're collecting through your activity trackers or your age or your ability or whatever, um, which is fantastic because that really opens up physical activity to, to a whole new world. Um, but a key message within that is that, yes, artificial intelligence can provide you with new routines and provide you with a lot of what you need in order to develop workout regimes or you know, couch to 5K or whatever, um, but it doesn't replace someone like a personal trainer. It doesn't replace that human interaction. Yeah. It supplements them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's a key message for us, and there are some brands out there who will go out there and say, they position themselves as, you know, this is the end of the PT because that's a massive financial win for, mm. for a lot of companies if they can reduce the amount of people on the gym floor. Yeah. Um, but that's not what we want yeah. because there's so much motivation behind a, a person-to-person interaction yeah. um, than just looking at a computer telling me, okay, yeah. it's 30 Absolutely. squats a day, not 25, yeah. Um, yeah. which is key. Um, yeah. We've also mentioned um, VR and AR. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's going to explode, no, no doubt about it, especially as barriers like the price points yeah. start to drop. Um, but I think the next stage for that is immersive gaming um, yeah. and esports and all that kind of thing. And this kind of really sparked in my mind. Um, I watched the film Ready Player One, which is a great film. <laughs> um, but the key thing that I got from that is that the kids who are taking part in this immersive world were all on these harnesses, running around in their own homes, right. yeah. but being completely physically active yeah. within this game. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where it's going to go. I think this goes back to the original question, isn't it? What is physical activity? Yeah. Does yeah. It, it doesn't mean you put the sweatband on yeah. Yeah. and go for a run. Yeah. 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 You don't yeah. have to be yeah. 118, 118, yeah. 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 running through. Yeah. 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 One of the things for me is 
I don't really like saying this, but it's tricking people into physical activity. Yeah. You know, if you make it yeah. so fun that someone doesn't realise it actually exactly. just run for, yeah. Yeah, exactly. run for five minutes, yeah. that's absolutely, that's fantastic. Um, we don't need to, to focus on yeah. that thing. Um, so just actually, just um, you know, doing activity, but obviously there's other parts of physical activity than just being active. There's obviously the nutritional side mm. and all that sort of stuff. Do you deal, do you, in technology, in the way of nutrition, do you deal a lot of that as well? Is there a little stuff out there? Like fitness pal and things like that. Yeah. yeah, well, we, we don't, we haven't done too much with them, but we do interact with them. Uh, yeah. Because it's, it's a whole holistic piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, a healthy body isn't just a physically active one, it's mm. also, you know, yeah. well-fed in yeah. the right way, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and that's very much like we're just talking about artificial intelligence and coming up with, with regimes around physical activity. It's the same with nutrition. Yeah. You know, if, if you're inputting what you're eating and a, a computer can learn exactly. and yeah. advise on what's, what's next. Yeah. Um, but again, doesn't take away from the nutritionists out there who yeah. can actually give you some real personal advice, understand who you are as a yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, artificial intelligence will probably be able to understand who you are as a person yeah. Yeah. a long time in the future. That's not the case now. Yeah. Yeah. And we're always trying to encourage people, don't yeah. just rely. Yeah. yeah. On, uh, yeah, exactly. And it's also mind, isn't it? Um, I think the mind is the most important mm. tool of activity. Healthy minds, you know. Yeah. Uh, as the athletes always say, your mind gives up before your body can. Yeah. So actually, you know, you can body can do more, it's your mind telling you no. Mm. So hence why I was always a big fan on, you know, sort of... Um, Psychologically, in sport and fitness, yeah. is probably the most important tool. You know, they all say it's pretty much seventy percent psychological, and the rest mm. is physical. Yeah. So anyone can do it, like you said. It's yeah. very easy to do, and you can do it in many different ways. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Done. 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 Right. right. So our last question: What was your worst piece of oh. sports kit that you've ever had? <laughs> um, it was. This was two weeks ago. Um, oh, well, you're going to get nightmares from this. Are you going to get nightmares? Are you going to get nightmares? Yeah, we're going to get nightmares. <laughs> um, I set the scene a little bit. I was in Cornwall and I was running along the coast um, and it was absolutely lashing it down my brain to the point where my t-shirt was heavier than I think my body was. Um, but my, I've never had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, my, my, the sole of my running shoe fell off and... It was my fault, because I mentioned it was a cheap running shoe, yeah. um, and I should never have been wearing it in the first place, but that was an absolute nightmare, and r- like muddy cliff faces, yeah. trying to get back to uh, where we were staying with a soul in my hand, <laughs> was an idea, but yeah, it wasn't a great experience. <laughs> well, thank you very much for yeah. um, taking the time to see you, Jack. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.